What's up, guys? Winners here podcast back with our uh, recap series finale. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, throw out a disclaimer here. I'm going to go on a rant or five, and I'm going to be angry like this. This was uh, not what I expected, and we didn't deserve this. <laughs> when you get angry, bro, it ain't a pretty sight. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, 24 hours removed from the last show. And I'm not, I think last night I was just kind of letting it all sink in. And the more and more I thought about it all day, the angrier I got at how everything wrapped up. Were you happy about any, were there any good things? There were a couple of things. I mean, one thing that, stood out in particular that I was okay with. Well, I guess two things, but we're, we're going to get into that. I'm just dumbfounded that so many things that we thought were going to happen just got to see nothing about. And all day, what I've been thinking about is, I understand if you're wanting to do like they've only confirmed a prequel, correct? That's all they've they've confirmed so far. Yeah, they've uh whatever one they've they've already cast people for roles yeah. and everything. They're like shooting a pilot. If they're gonna do like sequels, I understand how they wrap the story up. But I just don't understand how you can not show so many, like, just f- finish off so many different things, even if you're going to make sequels. Like, you ruined the ending of this show. So many unanswered questions. And I just, like, even if they are going to do sequels and stuff, I just don't understand how you could leave so many things open in this show in particular. Because they're, I don't believe in a loose ends tied up until I see it on screen. And so many things here just left, like not even spoken about, not brought up again, just not even heard from. It's like the Uncle Benjamin syndrome. <laughs> it's like every plot point in this show just kind of disappeared. I think that episode was episode three, Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. That was their opportunity to kill off some people. And kind of trim the fat to narrow down the rest of the episode or, you know, the rest of the season. That's a good point. And as soon as I saw the Night King die, it was like, dude, there's no way they're not rushing this. They've, they've done such a good job of developing all these characters. And now we've got six episodes left to wrap up all of this. And I tried to give them a shot and I didn't like it. Angry until after watching the episode last night. There's just so, like, this shit just doesn't even make sense. Whatsoever. Like, I feel like I put more time into preparing for this podcast than these motherfuckers did even writing this this whole season. I got to work a nine-to-five job, but these assholes get Star Wars. They had almost two years, too. Remember that? We got a year off. It's terrible. 
You made me wait this long for that. For six episodes. Just, I don't, I don't understand how we got to where we are. But I did not deserve this. Shame. I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled. Yeah, I still, I can't get rid of the feeling of being rushed. That's where I keep coming back to. It's pretty much been the, uh, I think, yeah. You guys going to sign the petition? What petition? That's over a million people want demanding HBO redo the season. <laughs> ain't going to happen. The entire it's, a, it's over a million yeah. people now. Who's going to fund it? That's the real question. I'll throw in five bucks. Sign a petition, donate money. Hey, if everybody throws in five and you've already got a million... We gotta start. A million and five. Put this with the rest. Yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if George R. R. Martin goes a different direction. Or do you think him, I mean yeah. I guess as a book reader, do you think that he's got enough in like I guess just words? covering everything way more in detail than the shows did to make this ending come out right? Do you have faith in him, I guess, is what I'm asking? Yeah, I have faith in his, him as a storyteller. I just hope he doesn't die before he gets them done. Well, before this uh, last episode, I would think that that would be fitting to the throne story, but that clearly wouldn't be the case. I guess like that's again, the one. Yeah. I was just saying that the the very last thing that happened in book five was Jon Snow being stabbed by the Night's Watch. And, you know, so that's where the story is there. And, you know, everybody's still all spread out everywhere. So, you know, I mean, he's going to have to have everybody start merging. You know, hopefully it's not in some sped up process there either. I mean, do you think that he'll stay true to the way everything plays out? Certain plot points, I think, are. You know, I don't know yeah, if it's right. playing the broken or not. I mean, I think that's his. You know, that they discussed the ending with him. I mean, the yeah, book started out with started out with Brand, so I mean. Right, fair point. Yeah, I think he's already said that some of the minor characters could have totally different stories but i think the ending will end up being the same i didn't hate the ending it just didn't make sense how it got there i guess just the biggest thing to me is that you don't expect like the whole premise of this show is that there's not going to be a happy ending yet at the end it's like here we are so i guess uh this episode just, it kicks off with me being wrong with my prediction from the get-go after we kind of covered the preview where I'd said it looks like Tyrion's going to meet his maker. We kind of thought maybe he was going to be on trial or something like that, and that wasn't the case. It's just him walking through on a stroll. He uh, ends up finding Jamie and Cersei's bodies, of course. It also kind of it shows you the some of the aftermath of... Danny's attack on on the city 
not necessarily like the the burning bodies and stuff like that, but you get to see people that are still alive and what they're dealing with, and you're just immediately like, fuck, man, she just... Yeah, that dude that was walking. As soon as you see his back, it's like, holy shit, man, like there's nothing Big left. Big taken out. Like, you know he's going to be dead in a matter of days. I mean, if he's lucky, imagine the pain that that dude's in. And this is what she did, and she doesn't give a shit, and she shows that with her speech. So you get to see a Hitler speech by Danny. Like I said, very Darth Vader-esque of her coming very, out. Uh, Sour Man from Lord of the Rings-esque, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a Star Wars-type scene where the whole steric thing. Everything there, man, just the... Dothraki going hysterical, like just fed into just an absolute fanatic on the crown. And the craziest thing while you're sitting there watching it is she's giving this big speech like, you know, we're going to take over the fucking world. And John's standing there and literally has no idea what she's even saying. Yeah, and Tyrion. Well, Tyrion can speak a little bit, right? Well, she spoke the, not the Dothraki language. Wasn't that the Dothraki language? That's what, yeah, she was speaking. Yeah, yeah. and Solid or the Dolphin. Yeah, he can understand some Valyrian, I think. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, John definitely couldn't understand her, so he has no idea what's going on. That's got to be great. Um, I, I mean, I was kind of still surprised that he stabbed her the way that he did. Like, that whole conversation between the two of them where – you know, they start kissing and all that, like, right before that, where he's like, what do we do if other people think they're right? And he's, like, just being a little bitch, basically, like, oh. One sucks where his character went, man. Yeah, just didn't. Yeah, so quickly, after, that was after the scene with Tyrion, right? And we'll talk about Tyrion later, but where he yeah. meets Tyrion and, and Tyrion's in jail or whatever. <laughs> so he goes out there, and he's like, I'm going to be a boss to this bitch. And like you said, he just goes in there and he's like, what if they don't like us? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it just. I mean, he's I definitely been fighting some demons. I didn't expect him. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been shocked if he'd have been the one to kill her. But I, that whole scene, I was waiting on Arya to jump out and take care of it. That way, John didn't have to because I don't think that anyone thinks that Jon Snow is going to, like, do what's needed to be done because he hasn't he so far. What? He grew some balls. Yeah. What a crazy episode that Jon Snow grew balls and did what weird, needed like, to be done. Was that the title? Grew some ball. John grew some balls? Grew some balls. That sounds gross. It's like Great Worms. Grew some balls. Or Torgo Nudo. You guys oh, saw it that time, right? Yeah. Of course, she called him Master of War. She called him Torgo, whatever. Yeah. yeah. He goes, Torgo Nudo. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I uh, got a lot of issues with the way the Grey Worm thing planned out or played out. He basically brings out Tyrion, who's a prisoner. Uh, he gets jailed for admitting. Like, he actually has some balls. Like, Tyrion, I fully expected him to die, especially after he... He's the only person that said shit to her since she's torched an entire city. And his hand sig sigil down. Yeah, that was 
I thought he was dead right there the, on the, the spot. Queen of the hand, the queen of the hand emblem. The queen of the hand emblem. It'd been cooler if he'd wore it upside down, so it matches the way I say it. Um, yeah, I fully expected him to die. The scene with him and John, where. No, nah, that's later on. I'm an idiot. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, fully expect him to die. John comes in, says his goodbyes. The, the speech that Tyrion has about Varys, like he, you know, he pretty much realized that he should have listened to Varys from the get go and he wouldn't be in the spot that they're in. All those people in King's Landing would still be alive. And like at this point, like he's pretty much broken. Like, as broken as we've ever seen Tyrion. They turn one of the smartest characters into, like, one of the biggest idiots, too. Yeah, someone who was always ready to do what needed to be done. And then all of a sudden, and we covered this in in a previous podcast, he's, like, he's scared of her. Out of all the people he's been around, he's scared of her. That dude killed his dad sitting on the shitter. So, I mean, what's he scared of? A big motherfucking dragon. But yeah, like on Grey Worm, you know, John's right when they're walking through in the beginning, he's like getting ready to cut these dudes' throats that are already surrendered. And then him and John have their tense moment. And then uh, when he's walking up the stairs, you know, I mean, Grey Worm tenses up. You know, I mean, I just, just a bunch of crap. We didn't get to see them go at it. Something. Grey Worm Someone. Is, a, is a ticking PTSD time bomb. Yeah, Grey Worm's already gone off the deep end. Oh, he's going to go to Nath and just take over that small country. That is one question so, I have is, are they are they just going to start trying to conquer the world now? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, Who why knows? do they got to hold Jon Snow to... Whatever, this dude's leaving. All right, oh, man, by the way, he's gone, dude. Don't worry about what he said. Yeah, no shit. Like, he's gone. On no, the other side. Going up to the wall. Oh, go up there. Well, right, uh, and after Danny dies, what power does he hold? Like, Grey Worm seems to hold a lot of power for a guy who... Who has the whole army. Control. Yeah, well, he, I guess they do, I guess, follow him, but they don't have a leader at that point. So, John, like, as we said, he stabs Danny while he's kissing her. She dies very quickly, and here comes Drogon, just soaring, screeching. You think John's gonna die? Drogon torches the throne. It melts. It's over. Saw people online saying that Drogon, like he knew that it wasn't John that really killed her. It was the throne. Like he's a fucking dragon. Yeah, he would have torched everything. That's where he saw the knife spinner and like, oh, there's Smaug. a knife. Must have been that. Smaug from uh, so did he have a feeling that something happened to Danny? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like one of those. This shit's like magical, so like it can sense. Yeah, I guess it's like the maybe it's the the relationship between dragon and dragon rider, like they can sense something. I don't know, but I definitely expected that to not play out that way. And Drogon picks up her body and flies off. And disappears. And is gone. Um, From there, they show that, uh, I guess before that, we skipped Arya and Jon's conversation where basically everybody's telling Jon, like, you're going to die. She's going to kill you. You're the only threat to her throne. 
you're going to die. Same thing Tyrion tells him, like, dude, like, stop being a fucking moron. Break the rules one time and save your life. Because if you don't, you're dead. That's it. There's no other way around it. And he finally does it. But it shows, once again, the only thing that we've gotten to see from the whole storyline of Arya and the Faceless Men is that she can sneak around and she ends up sneaking right up beside Jon to have that conversation. And then she pretty much dips. Don't see her again until we're back in Winterfell at the end of the uh, episode. So from there, um, what is it, right? When they bring, when Grey Worm brings Tyrion out? Did I miss anything before then? Um, no. no, there's nothing. No, pretty much. And that uh, scene with the throne where after he killed her, I thought John was going to get on and start riding him or something. But yeah, after that, the dragon, that would be, too, that would be too good of a story. That'd be too good of a yeah. story. I'm just going to go tell on myself because there's no doubt. I, did, I thought after he didn't kill him that uh, everything was cool between those two. Well, didn't we just discuss? I think it was Adam that said that once a once a dragon rider dies. Someone else can ride the dragon. Cart. Right, which is why I was thinking that was getting maybe hoping. Why would we want to do that to improve the story at this point in the game? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's another loose end they didn't want to tie up. It takes too much time. Yeah, they don't have time for that. Or like you said last night, I thought he was going to throw some fire on him and we'd see him not get burned or something. But no, that would be too yeah. cool either. Argarian. I have that written down in my notes. We're going to get to that towards the end here. So moving right along to the uh, Tyrion prisoner part coming out. That literally makes no sense. He's a prisoner. Grey Worm tells him, basically, shut the fuck up. You're not here to talk. And then he goes on a spiel and basically changes the way that everything goes. He says, why? Why don't we just vote on someone? Like, a ruler is no longer going to be born. He'll be chosen. And they all vote, and Bran Stark is the one that's chosen. And that's what we've been wondering for, like, eight years now, is who's going to be sitting on the Iron Throne. And we end up... He had a couple weeks to think about it. Remember that? He was able to think about it for a couple weeks. right? I skipped the time jump again where we had to wait till for them to drag Bran's ass back to uh to King's Landing. So John comes out looking all iron masky with his big ass just already put a crawl hemi. for a couple miles. Give me a break. They put a, hemi. they put a hemi on that fucking wheelchair. What are you talking about? Hey Bran, uh this is a big ass hill. Can we just roll you down? Like yeah. you can't fill half your body anyway. No, Can I just actually you. let me use you as a sled? I'll sit on you. Just sit upright, and I'll just slide down. Yeah, so we time travel back to uh, King's Landing to have this big meeting where we see just a bunch of people that nobody gives a fuck about because everyone else is dead, so we have to bring them out. And they basically, they're discussing, you know, John being a prisoner and this and that. And the end result is John gets shipped up to winter f- or uh, to the wall. To join the Night's Watch again. We, the only, I mean, real big scene that we kind of didn't discuss, because everything else we're kind of going to get to, is the end scene where you've got Bronn and Brienne, uh, Bran, Tyrion, Sam, and Davos. I believe that's it, correct? 
That's everybody yeah. that was sitting there. Yeah, the, the cheers of the episode. Audric's in the background. Yeah. yeah. Of like, how the fuck are you going to end this show with this motley crew sitting at a table cracking jokes and shit? There's like, they wanted to add a sitcom element to it. They didn't That's even exactly have one. what that was, a sitcom element. Surprised they didn't have a laugh track and shit. I was about to say, they should have just added a laugh track and been done with it. <laughs> and just complete it. They had to do the Brienne right in the, in the King's Guard book. Which makes her look stupid. Yeah, just, you know, continues that narrative that she's, yeah, in love with a guy that's not in love with her or whatever. All right, well, now we're back after uh, 15 minutes oh. of nobody telling me that my mic volume had changed and sounded like shit. Bad. I didn't get bad to like two minutes. It, like, wasn't, I could still hear oh. you. Okay. Well, uh, moving moving right along then. So the uh, back to this bullshit council. Um, I guess some questions I have are number one: Why is Braun made the master of coin? Why is Braun doing a lot of things or not? Yeah, why didn't he just retire? He got his castle. Garden. Yeah, he got his castle. He got High Garden. That's like getting like what, like Park Place or Boardwalk and Monopoly. <laughs> Good with money, apparently. Shit, wanting to buy brothels. I mean, like you've got an entire city burnt down. Don't you think you'd focus on that? Like, come on. And, I, and that's the thing that irritates me is I know they did it just to be funny, but it's like that's not what this shit's here for. I didn't come here for pain or for pleasure. I came here for pain. Yeah, or the, the writers joke was pretty funny though. Yeah, that one was good. Like that's that makes sense. Everybody laughed at Sam for a minute. But showing everybody this shit with all these people together just doesn't make sense to me. And another thing that I have an issue with is why the fuck does Brand need a Master of Whispers? Uh, very you know, very good fucking point. Just to just to have it, I think. <clears throat> Hey, useless guy. You want to be on my council? Or I guess, no, that, it makes perfect sense now. Bran still wants someone else to do all his work so he can yeah. sit back and literally not do shit. Now, Bran can only see when he's out of tree, right? I thought he could just sit there and do shit. Dude, he can fucking control crows. He can literally fly around and just watch whatever no, the hell he, he can ward, watch. But I thought he could had to have to be by a tree, right? It doesn't say so. Who knows? Why would we have an answer? For sure. Why would we have an answer? At this point in the game, it it would just be too much to ask. So, kind of getting back to character-specific stuff here. Like I was saying, Sansa, all that shit made sense. Her, She was a gangster. The way she says to... uh. Uh, Edmir Tully, what'd she say? Uncle? Sit down, uncle. Please sit. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? But he sits down. He's a doofus, so. Uh, she makes the comment basically like, hey, uh, see Braun, legs no worky, dick no worky. No <laughs> yeah. air. That, that ain't <laughs> happening. And of course, Tyrion is happy about that because that's, you know, breaking the wheel. And... No, no more 
kings or queens will be born. People will be chosen. We'll uh, we'll see how well that works out for you in the long run. Um, like all the powerful lords and shit. Like yeah, like there will be there will be no corruption whatsoever in that process. What? No way at all. People won't get poisoned and killed. No, not in this happy world that that Daenerys created. I mean, she didn't have to do that, right? Like her brother was about to become king. She didn't have to say like, "No, I want my own independent state, separate from a land that you would rule over." No, but she did. Sansa. Yeah, she. I mean, she could have become warden of the North. The North could have been part of the seven. No, that's always been like a under... stigma with the North. Is that you know? What I mean, they've uh, they're their own it used people. to be an independent they, state. They only got their independence. Yeah, it, she says there, like you know, we were an independent. Or we were, you know, our own thing for thousands of years. I mean, they're basically the in the middle, you know. Uh, so you got the wildlings, you step down to the northerns, and then you got like your regular. But that's been the key to this whole thing here. before this is if you can get the support of the north, you're good. And then this all starts when the Starks leave Winterfell and start getting chopped up. Left and right until this last season. So I guess staying with the Stark name, Arya. What the fuck? Like, she's going to go explore? I think yeah. hers may have been the worst she, ending. Remember she mentioned it one time to that lady she was supposed to kill, the actor, actress lady. The one time she ever mentioned anything about, like, adventuring. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I don't fucking it. care. I don't give like a fuck. I don't care on. about that stupid fucking conversation. You showed that me an entire on. fucking season of her becoming the deadliest yeah. fucking killer in all of off. Westeros, and she kills the Night King halfway through this season and then doesn't do shit else. Yeah, there's she no one left face. to kill now. She can't be Bullshit. So anymore. She could have killed Danny. She was on her way to kill Cersei and turned around and didn't go with the Hound after she said, I don't plan on coming back. The Hound changed her mind. None of this shit makes sense. (laughs) They don't tell you shit like that and it not mean anything. And then they've just like just had everybody turn away from what the whole objective was. And now here we are. And let me ask this question. Why does she have to go explore? Her brother could literally warg into 15 crows and go explore that whole area. I understand if they're going to do a sequel. I get that. But you've left too much shit open. And, like, the the faceless men. I could also understand that if they're going to do a sequel, that you don't kill that storyline off so that it makes sense moving forward into her show. She probably doesn't feel like she fits in anymore. Also, I could see why maybe she's going going off because she is this uh, other she's person. She's called killer and now she's just Christopher Columbus. Because she likes to wear other people's skin. And feel his texture. She's the Ed Gein of uh, Game of Thrones. That's a good reference there. I'm proud of you for that one. Um, the one thing that I couldn't get over was 
at the end of all of this, there are two people. Like, you know, Bran's king. Staying with the Starks, we'll just go right to Bran. Bran's the king, and he hasn't done shit. And the other thing that I noticed was Braun and Bran are both in positions of power, and they've literally done nothing this whole ep- this like a whole season. Nothing. They ain't done shit. Bran's the only character who missed the entire season. Well, it yeah. made sense. I understood the way they did that because, you, like, I it would have been rushed and we would have all been bitching if he came back after one season or one episode. I know, but like, they could have spent some time building him as a king, someone who could actually take over instead of just I know everything. Yeah, the one thing I guess that irritated me most about that was when uh, Tyrion asks him if he's if he'd lead them if they vote for him, and he says, "Why do you think I came all this way?" Like, fuck you, dude. Like, you just you turned into all an the- arrogant prick now, and now you open your mouth, and I want to punch you in your face? You knew all these people were going to die, and you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Well, if I get the throne at the end, I'm okay with it. Him and Tyrion had a little plan. I mean, but honestly, if, if shit were... I mean, I know it doesn't matter, because we're not going to see anything else from, like, this specific story, but I wouldn't be surprised if you never even see Bran ruling, and it's just always Tyrion. And the only time they show Bran is if something like catastrophic's happening. And he'll just be off rubbing his weirwood tree. I don't think there is one there. I mean, it could be gone. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he would have to go back to Winterfell. Yeah, it's bullshit, man. Bran should have been answering all kinds of questions. What happened to the fucking spiral shit in the beginning of the season? Matter. That was never fucking talked about, right? I felt like everything pointed towards Targaryen. Just everything. Everything pointed towards that family. Yeah. It was the Night King's thing, and they never explained it, never cared to. And see, and I feel like that, they can't explain God. anything to him, because if they do, then that kills off a prequel, or if maybe not kills it off, but makes it more difficult, because then you've got to adhere to a story that's already been written. If they leave it open like this, they can go into a prequel and literally do whatever they want. They can make the story play out however they want, as long as it'll still tie in to... No matter how shitty it is. Yeah, no matter how shitty the ending is, they'll just tie into whatever they need to. So I I understand that, but it doesn't... It's still... I'm not happy with, with the way everything ended whatsoever. You can bring people back to life. You've shown that. You've shown all kinds of shit. So you can't bring someone back to life for a sequel or whatever, you know? I just, I don't know. That was, they brought him back. They brought John back to life. What the hell with, for? With the Red Witch. Yeah, to bring to bring what everybody together to fight the Night King. That's and he much had it. no purpose after the Night King died. And yeah, and don't give me that shit. Like, don't give me, don't give me plot fillers just to tie in. And to kill and to kill Danny, like, so yeah, like yeah. he was trying to kill in time. Yeah, like I, I just bullshit in here. We ain't got much that's, else. Well, I think that's my biggest issue is just the complete lack of of loose ends that were tied up. Yeah. So the biggest question I had was what, like, what Brian had talked about: R plus L equals J. So the entire buildup of all of that was to provide, like, for there to be tension between John and Danny. And that's the only purpose of, of that entire thing, right? I did, apparently. And it had no, like, 
he, he didn't do anything. No, no one, Nobody I guess everyone out, knew right? at the end, but no one mentioned it. No one even said, like, John, I mean, he is, he's that's, the man who should be in charge. They didn't give enough time for any of that shit to develop, even his relationship with Danny. So, yeah, so know. what, did Tyrion and Sansa and all these people knew about John, but nobody else knew or just didn't say anything about it? Nobody uh, said shit. Sam's sitting right there. He, st- he stands up and you're like, dude, say something. Like, all you had to say was, all right, time out. Like, I understand that he killed the queen. However, he's the rightful heir to the throne. So he's actually the king and she's not the queen. So he's not a prisoner. Set the man free. Grey Worm, fuck off and sail off. And here we go. But honestly, what they could have done was, number one, they could have killed him off in the Battle of Winterfell. Every Stark, or I mean, like, everybody's... Everybody can't make it here because now here we are. They had a golden opportunity to kill him off, and it would have. They've already killed him once, so they know they can do it. They right. made it act like they were going to kill him off in the Battle of the Bastards. This could have been fitting because it would have been very unexpected, and you could have gotten rid of one of the main characters. Well, and Arya could have killed Danny at the end instead of uh, John, and it what probably I, still would have worked out. What I, what I kind of would have, my perfect case scenario for John would have been Arya to come out. Kill Danny. John, being the dumbass that John is, protects her. She takes off. Like he just tells her to get lost. And then he gets captured. Trial by combat against Grey Worm. He's about to defeat Grey Worm. And something happens where a cheap shot happens from one of the Unsullied or something like that because they're not going to let Grey Worm die. And he dies the fitting Stark death. None of these people, none of the Starks have died like head on, one on one. Everybody's been stabbed in the back or betrayed. That's a, a perfect route to kill him off. Another like a big issue that I said that one of you guys started hitting on, I think it was Brian. You had another golden opportunity after he kills Danny for Drogon to try to torch him and him not burn because he's a true Targaryen. You could have literally tied off that loose end right there. You could have tied off the R plus L equals J. You could have tied off all of that right there in one fell swoop and been done with it. And you could have tied it because you know John doesn't want to sit on the throne. He just gives it up. And who would have been fitting to lead? Sansa. Sansa would have been happy to be sitting on the throne. There we go. I just made your ending better in five seconds. Uh, they, didn't want, they didn't want John to have the Targaryen. Like They just obviously was like, well, we don't want him to be a Targaryen in the show. But that's the stupidest thing is even – it's not even about, I guess, being a Targaryen. So much as this whole show starts with Ned's secret about John and his lineage. Why would you make the last thing that they talked about him, Ned telling John about who his mother really is? And you make us wait how many seasons to finally see the Tower of Joy scene? And none of it fucking matters. None of it fucking matters. Ridiculous. I thought, uh, sorry. Say what about the quick. prince that was promised? What about right. that whole fucking thing? Like, we're just going to skip over that? Yeah, because she killed the Night King, it I doesn't, guess. Whatever. Fuck off with that shit. <laughs> well, if it is, I don't know why they didn't talk about it. Or Bran say yeah. something. It's, I think that's the main thing everybody says. Why didn't they just talk about it? It's not going to happen. Uh, I thought they could have killed off Brienne in the battle. Instead of wasted, you know, if you're, she's not going to be with Tormund, then just kill her off. If you're, she's not going to do anything else. 
I think, I think they do with her besides the whole Jamie thing. She's she's a Knights guard. That's you know Kings guard. That's pretty much what she is. So I'm not really sure where that cut off and my mic started being dumb again. So back to Brienne. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't expect her to to leave Winterfell. I guess I expected her to stay with Ston- with stay with Sansa. Like she hasn't been protecting Bran. Why wouldn't she stay? And Winterfell and do the thing that she's sworn to do. Like Arya, obviously, she can't protect her, and nor does she need her to. But I fully expected her to stay with Sansa in Winterfell and keep my boy Podrick safe. But that apparently is not the case. So I guess that's another thing. It just doesn't make sense as to why the hell she's there for that. But then again, I guess when you think about it and everybody's dead, your options are limited for who's going to be the leaders now. But that's the one, the one big thing. I guess one question I do have before uh, we'll kind of lead into this: Is Grey Worm no longer the Master of War? Are they just taken off? They look yeah. like they're sailing Remember? to North. Yeah, he says something about. I get yeah, that, they but they, he's just they done. still need a Master of War. Yeah, he's going on off, man. So this dude just. He was completely fine with John being shipped up to the wall. Completely fine with Tyrion being freed and made hand of the king. No, he seemed to. Uh, they said he wasn't happy about it. So the guy with all the forces within the walls that could literally do whatever he wanted and was just in a blind rage the end of this this season. Right, he was doing whatever he wanted. It just doesn't add up. Like, why would he just stand there and let them let Tyrion's idea, who's a prisoner and a traitor, he would let him talk long enough to get them to vote on a king or a queen, and then Grey Worm didn't even have a vote. Well, I mean, like the Unsolid are trained Choose to fight. One, That's all they know is war, right? I mean, why would he just bow down like that? Why don't we just fight him? Like, this is what you're trained to do. But I guess the other question that I have then is if they're just sailing away, why does his opinion matter at all? Kind of what Brian was saying earlier. It doesn't matter what's going on because they're fucking dipping out anyway. So who gives a well, shit? It, it, I mean, grow a pair of balls. Because they're, they're supposed to abide by the rules and be honorable, I guess. They weren't. That's what my point, I guess. They weren't just going to let them leave and then be like, no, John, you're cool. You don't have to head up north if you don't want to. It's a new kingdom. They. They, they pretty much just made those rules, and it was like, why do they have to abide by the same rules? So it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe, maybe John got what he wanted at the end. Well, he clearly did. That's another question I have. Is, He's going by John, right? I guess. I guess. I mean, I didn't see a birth certificate. But with him, man, like, he didn't leave the Night's Watch when Ned got killed. And he's just going to ride up there now and just dip off well, he, in the north? Yeah. Just Go lay under some skins with some free women. It just All doesn't make sense. Yeah, the ten that are left. They'll multiply quickly. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, that. so did anyone mention, so you mentioned the uh, Unsullied. So did you see where John was down by the pier? near the boat right before he sees Grey Worm 
there's like Dothraki just walking in the streets. So they're they made it seem like there's Dothraki left. So what what the hell happens to all those people? <coughs> they just get to live at King's Landing? Just taken city by city. Yeah, I guess. I don't know how many people are actually left in King's Landing. And I don't know how many buildings are actually left. And apparently they're completely cool with Khaleesi just being murdered right in the throne room. Yeah, I'm sure there's no way they go back to raping and pillaging. I don't know why they would just stay there and have that be the kingdom. How are they going to live there? Like, they're horses and nomads. This guy's in a wheelchair, for God's sakes. (laughs) Yeah, what an easy target to assassinate. Especially in snow, where he loves to go. But he knows knows it's coming, so... So that was my question, like, uh... Or one of my questions. That's snow falling, right? Not just ash falling constantly? I thought it was all ash. I thought I, I thought it was, it was too, too, but there's like scenes where it's like snow. It looks I mean, like shit's burning everywhere, so it's gonna just keep blowing. I think they tried to uh, to have really to smell show terrible. That. Oh, just terrible! Just Absolutely awful. Burnt death everywhere. That one scene with Drogon popping up out of the ashes though was pretty cool. Is, I didn't is that ash or is that snow? Before. I'm pretty sure it was ash. Just like oh, a little cute, little cute Drogon popping up. Yeah, because the Tyrion scene, that's supposed to be weeks later, and it's perfectly sunny. So is that springtime, then? I, I don't know, man. They completely... It, I swear, it, like, in season cool. seven, it snowed in Winterfell. Yeah, when Jamie was leaving. Or in King's Landing, you mean? King's Landing, yeah. Or King's Landing, yeah, sorry. So it never snowed again this whole season? Did winter ever come? It was snow... When they had the battle, the long night battle, right? Or Winterfell? When there's snow on the ground there? Yeah. Like, yeah. Much, I just assumed that once the Army of the Dead was done, that winter was over. Oh, fair enough. But I could be wrong. <laughs> you know what happens when you assume? I mean, Game of Thrones makes an ass out of you. Yeah, that's That's the truth. Um, I think the only character we really didn't cover, except for the minor people, were was Tyrion. I mean, really in depth. Like, I mean, we kind of discussed it. Fully expected him to die. He didn't. came out on top. Yeah, he's right back to doing what he what he's been doing. He's right there as the hand, serving a life sentence. Yeah. I I, kind of, I did enjoy that conversation with Bran, but that's about the only thing that I really enjoyed with him at all this season. Just so much hope for that character arc, and it just they set him up to be such a badass and just made him not worth anything. That made him such an idiot the last few seasons. It just made him so I, weird. Always making mistakes. and But see, the thing that to me doesn't make any sense is like I understand the whole... You know, I'm I mostly live in the past. I understand all that, but the three eyed raven, when they showed him, the old guy, he wasn't a fucking nut job like Bran is. 
I don't know. He did. Was grown like with the tree together. Well, that yeah. I mean, that's a that's a. I'm not talking physical. I'm talking like just his care, like personality, like he emotive like, emotion. Yeah, he. I don't know. I just so much shit just doesn't make sense. Sench. I can't even talk right now. See what it <laughs> did to me. Yeah, I. Fuck, man. I mean, there was just nothing gratifying by him being king. Honestly. Nothing. Like, the Night King, we all thought from the get-go that he was going to be the one to stop the Night King. And that doesn't even happen. Come on, no, he's, co- he's coming for me. He didn't want anything to... Now he, he's the king. I just... None of it makes sense. And if Bran knows why the Night King is coming... And he couldn't give anybody a heads up. Like, you couldn't leave anybody a, a clue, a tip of the cap, nothing. Well, that's why they should have had at least, like, three or four more seasons to be able to, if they're, this is the end point, like, give us a good story to get there. I guess it's Instead of them, this, like... Them not wanting him to play God. No explanation type shit. Yeah, he was like Doctor Strange. He saw the one outcome... Where they won and he couldn't tell anybody. Where he wins. That's not how this works, though, in this universe, right? Yeah, he's not supposed to be able to see the future. But you can't affect time. Like, what's going to happen is going to happen regardless of anything else that happens, if that makes any sense at all. Bran could have spilled the beans about everything and shit's still going to happen the exact same way it's meant to happen because you can't affect time. Okay. And then that's the other thing too, like with the whole brand thing, what is the significance of that scene where he's having the flashback to the to seeing a young Ned and he says like he yells out to him and Ned stops and turns around? What was the purpose of showing that shit? Just to show Yeah, none. It just it doesn't make sense. Like this whole time you've conditioned me to expect closure and then you fucking stab me in the throat. Right, you're conditioned to watch the slow very or the show very closely and pick up on all these little clues because you think they mean something. And that's the most aggravating thing is cuz in the end it's like, no, fuck you. We're not Aggra- giving you anything. Aggravated. That's a good word. And I think you hit the nail on the head with that. It was and- cuz it was rushed. It has to be. He ain't from Russia, so bitch, why you Russian? Being rushed leads to bad writing. And here we are. Thank God they're doing Star Wars. Uh, We're going to go ahead and do uh, a little break here for our ad read. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So, I mean, I lied. Other than Tyrion, the only person we really didn't go in depth to was Daenerys. But we kind of covered what happens with her when we were doing our little recap. She pretty much, you realize beyond a shadow of a doubt that she has completely gone crazy and nothing that she does will ever be viewed as wrong in her eyes. She doesn't show any sympathy or any kind of feelings of regret or remorse for killing how many innocent people. I think her justification is Cersei tried to exploit them as my weakness. 
and we can't show mercy and basically everything that that she stood for this entire time is showing mercy to people that aren't in a position of power and freeing people like liberating slaves and preventing horrors from happening and now here we are telling John that that's not how we can rule the world is we can't have it based on mercy it's like, how did we get here? How did we get here so quickly? It just that's how it happened. How it, how she transformed, and then how she died. Just, I'm completely fine with her dying. I just want to make that too, abundantly clear. The, I expected her to die, <laughs> but it happened so fast. It would have been better for the long run if they would have made Mother's Day just a complete kick in the vag for all the women of the world, all the the feminists and women supporters to kill off Cersei and Danny in the same thing. Yeah, like fighting to the death. Just cat fight. Kill them both off. How how drastic would that have been? And that still would have done more for the ending of this show than what they did. At least give me a, a big blow. Give me some fireworks. Give me something. It just didn't happen. I don't know. We just like Danny was just such a big part of the show. And she just kind of, they just kind of made it so fast that it seemed like it took away all that. Yeah, we just ran out of time. I mean, basically, that's that's all there is to it. We just ran out of time. There's so many things that just didn't even make sense. Like Brand's Three Eyed Raven story basically means nothing. Uh, the Dire Wolves were only brought in to get killed off. I don't even want, yeah, besides Ghost, I don't even want to see him now with his fucked up ear. Yeah, that hurt my heart. Hey, you see that uh, when John bent down with Ghost, is it the exact same scene as in, like, season four? Oh, yeah, because they There's, had like, to... rumors that they, like, threw that in there yeah. after everybody's been so unhappy about earlier in the season not get petting the dog. That's because of CGI. in the exact same bending down. Yeah. CGI concerns... Yeah, they meant nothing. I read that really interesting theory about the direwolves. It's from the alpha. Like, no, I'm I'm over that. I'm not even going to bring it up. <laughs> That's true. The, I, Nymeria, from what we know, Nymeria is still alive. We never saw her die, so she could. Oh, maybe her and Arya will meet up in the sequel. Yeah, they're both in West. Yeah, West. Si- west of co- West. Coming next in five years. West. <laughs> west of Westeros. Starring Arya with her pal Nymeria. See, this shit writes itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just cut me in on a little bit of the money. I'll be okay with that. Uh, yeah, Night King and the, the Army of the Dead pretty much didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Other than to wipe out some armies and shit for no apparent reason. Uh, Golden Company. So that whole storyline where Cersei <laughs> betrayed Jamie and sent him <coughs> on the way to get the Golden Company, that didn't matter because those guys, I don't even think they got one single kill. No, if I'm not well, mistaken, what... they were negative by the time they landed in King's Landing, thanks to Euron, and then they were wiped out before they could do anything. Yeah, they were they were three short. But, uh, you Someone know, cheated. watching that part again where she comes through with the dragon, there's like supposed to be like 20,000 Gold Company, right? Right. They just, she'd only got like so many of them. 
Or is that where all the Unsullied come I from? I think most of them shit their pants. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how how the numbers have played out. I don't understand how there's as many Unsullied left as there is. I don't understand how there's any Dothraki left whatsoever. How does how are there any horses left? Because you were led to believe in that charge that they all died. Yeah, all the uh, we yeah, I guess we've already, went out. we've already hit on that one. Um, I know I don't. I didn't think this one was going to come into play in the show, but the Valencar theory, there's got to be a lot of avid book readers that are not happy about that not coming into play. And that's got to be compounded by the <laughs> fact that we didn't get to see any kind of death that we expected for Cersei. That's got to be the biggest letdown of everything. And I know it didn't just happen, but since we're covering the series finale, you might as well cover that too. That's, That's got to be the most frustrating thing for book readers is that Valencar theory literally didn't mean shit. It means shit. No, it was definitely the most disappointing part of uh, episode five. I would almost well, say the entire series. Yes, yeah, pregnant or not, she deserved worse. The three things she said in the show came true, though, right? Yeah, all those came true. <laughs> yeah, the book thing was just a little different. Yeah. That's why I said that for avid book readers. Uh, does that mean they read it more than once or? Uh, people that prefer the book over the show, which is probably just about everybody at this point. Most definitely. Um, the Faceless Men, as I said, and I've said this 500 times. Gone. What a cool storyline, too. But not forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, not forgotten by me, definitely not. But yeah, just really awesome storyline that's just gone. Hopefully, saving for the sequel. Um, <laughs> we never got to see Dario again. He's not happy right now. Like, what's he going to do? I mean, like I said, I know this doesn't matter because the story's over, but what's Dario going to do when he finds out Danny was killed? Well, maybe that's where Drogon took her. Look, look, look. Look what they did. He's a cell sword. This fucking chair killed her. <laughs> uh, Knife thrower. That one tweet that said Drogon was just clearing space for Bran's wheelchair had me actually <laughs> laughing out loud. That shit was pretty good. Uh, something else was uh, Red Priestesses and the Lord of Light. Like, nothing? Yeah, I didn't think we would after uh, it, it died. It the much. Red Witch died. Who the hell was the Dorn guy at the end? Unnamed. Some yeah. friends, probably. I have no idea who he actually was. There's a couple of dudes Yeah, they, they did mention it, that, that Dorn had elected a new prince at some point in this season, but I don't think they ever mentioned what his name was. No, they didn't. I'm glad they all wear the same orange blouse so that you can easily distinguish who's from Dorn and who's not. Yeah. Yeah. Silks. Same kimonos. They must all go to the same guy. Guy, I mean, they know a guy. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just this didn't pan out the way that I had anticipated. <laughs> that way. Scared me. What? That scared me. That cough. <laughs> I thought you had cough drops. All right, I got one in my mouth. You need a I got a big cough I've been holding in. You need a prescription. 
Thank you. Just do what Adam does and cover the wrong side of your microphone. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about that. I'm going to start doing stuff Adam does. Uh, so I can get on the ad read. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can re-record it whenever you'd like. I can ask for halls to advertise. I'm telling you, we should look into that. Any of it. Well, you're, I mean, we're definitely not getting a sponsorship from them because you're in here. They're like, wait a minute. We can't sponsor these guys. This dude coughs all the time. We're going to buy him a mic with a mute button on it and pretend that the cough drops work. I need a mute button for real. This is on the side of this cough drop says put a little strut in it. I didn't know they did that. Is that like a fortune? (laughs) (laughs) It's not working. You need to put more strut into it. Apparently that's what you're a pep talk in every drop. <laughs> They're like uh, American fortune cookies. I guess they all are. They're Motivational all cough drops. Yeah, no shit. I can't breathe. I can't strut. All right, so we're definitely not getting the whole sponsorship now. So we're going to, uh, I believe we're going to do an in-game podcast next week. Just kind of covering that. And then I think we're going to do probably just kind of a Covering Avengers as a whole. A little bit closer to Spider-Man coming out. Because that pretty much wraps up the uh, phase of that. And then from there, we're pretty much open to suggestions. Yeah, the Twitter handle is obnoxious. And I don't know how to change it. So I guess if anybody has uh, the know-how to do that, Please help a brother out and let me know. But we're uh, we're very open to suggestions for what we're going to cover next. Uh, might you, do a. Go ahead. Are you saying uh, you're in the market for an intern? Um. Yes. Very unpaid. Terrible hours. Um. <laughs> really, honestly, no benefits to speak of whatsoever. Must be able to pour a, a strong drink. Yes. Must be able to uh, not. Necessary. What was that? But that's definitely necessary. Did you just like talk in like dashes? Yes. I want to do a Morse code. I want to do a whole podcast. Like I want to <laughs> record videos of Adam running marathons. No, that's awful, dude. I think it could be fun. No. You know, it'd be better. Cody doing marathons. If you see me running. You better run, too, because there's something coming, <laughs> is all I'm saying. When I went to Montana for my uh, training for McKenzie River, that was the thought I had, because we were out in the woods, and we came across a sign that said, like, you know, there's been a bear sighted, like, in this perimeter. You should not be, like, walking out here. My immediate thought was, I don't have to outrun the bear. I've just got to outrun, basically, Ron. Somebody else, yeah. And I wasn't above tripping somebody to uh to make it to safety <laughs> but uh i mean i guess any uh any closing thoughts for thrones as we wrap up i mean honestly this is our this is pretty much our last thrones podcast still kind of sinking in <clears throat> so like sansa's going up to the north i mean the north is in ruins right like they probably there's no way they have enough food to survive oh, shit, any yeah. kind of long winter right or just winter over I think winter is over, but there's nobody left to feed. Right. Uh, fair. Oh, shit, At this point. Appears out of nowhere in this show, so I mean, they got plenty of food. 
I guess, is that what we should do? Should we make predictions for, for what sequels are going to happen? That or what you think, I guess, going to happen to everybody. Arya's going to land somewhere. Arya will be fine. Sansa, Sansa will be fine. There's no way that shit in King's Landing is going to run smooth. I mean, it might for the time being. But yeah, I mean, for the time, like, there's no money left. Yeah, grace period of, you know, everybody being happy. Nah, let's be honest. Grey Worm's going to gather troops. He's going to get Dario and the Second Sons, and they're making a murder pact. They both are coming back. Well, they both can't have murder boners, but Dario will have a murder boner. <laughs> Grey Worm will just be flicking his tongue. He's got a murder nub. <laughs> oh, so Jesus. This is no video it's, of this. it's really angry. Yeah. You, me, and everybody else. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bran, I imagine, will end up in a tree at some point. Robin Aaron will probably be voted as the next king. He'll suck in a titty. Because breast milk made him strong. <laughs> Gonna have wet nurses the rest of his life. Did you think that uh, that conversation with Tyrion and John? Where he's like, you know, this is probably be the last time we ever see each other. And Tyrion's like, you never know. Ask me in 10. Then he says like something like, ask me in 10 years. You think that was hitting, like, hitting at a sequel? That you're going to see them again somewhere down the line? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of over it. Like, That's what I said to somebody earlier. Is like you know what? A dead horse. If I'm still doing podcasts when these new shows come out, I don't even know if I want to cover it. They better wait long enough that this shitty taste is out of my mouth before those sequels come yeah. out or prequels. They will. Call them. But I don't think they'll get they'll get the hype as Game yeah. of Thrones got even early on because of how pissed off people are. I guess it would make sense to wait to release them until like a closer proximity to when he finishes the books. But who knows when that'll be? Is he doing two more books? Is that what the number is? Two more? Yeah. Yeah. And do we know how far he is on those? <laughs> uh, there's been rumors that he's done with both books, but signed an agreement with uh, producers to not release them until the show is over. He's come out on Twitter or Instagram saying that that's false. Like, why would I, you know, I make millions of dollars off the books. Like, why would I hold out any amount of time once one was ready to release it? Like, you know, I like making the money. And uh, then another rumor is that he's almost done with the next book. How long has it been since the last book came out? Eight years. Uh, Right, right. As season one came out, I'd imagine I got all my anger out, so now I'm feeling more tender and loving. I'd imagine it'd be very difficult to focus on writing a book while the show was running. He I said himself hard to do. He, he said himself that the book is not wins the winner is not done. Right. So I mean, it's been eight years. So who knows when it'll be. 
Well, I mean, but if you think about it, where did they part ways? Where did the show and the book part ways? End of what season? Five. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jon Snow dying was the last. So then you thing got that happened in the last book. Season six would basically been a year. Season seven to be two years, and then by the time this season happened, you're looking at what four years, basically, close to it. And now there's enough shit going on now that he can probably start to focus on the books again. Now that once all this hype has kind of died down, now maybe he'll be able to focus on it. Like I said, I mean, I'd imagine it'd be very difficult to try to write. He's 70 years old and he's to get to work. I I get that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) it has to be hard to do that while the show's airing because – no matter how hard you try to block out what's going on in the show, you still are going to be affected by that. Maybe he just needs a little bit of a, a, a break from the show going to just get the creative juices going again, and he'll fix this. That glimmer of hope. Yeah, I don't have hope for the prequel because there's no source material. It's going yeah. to be some... Yeah, yeah there is. Ron's writing a story that he... what. For, yeah, they they made a history, a book of Westeros and the world or whatever. It talks about the Long Night. What old not, was. It's just like a history book, right? It's not like a story. Yeah, it's a made up history book for the made up show. Yeah. Did you bring that over to my house? Yes. I didn't read it. I'm sorry. I I took it back with me. I don't leave that. Doesn't leave my uh, possession. Is it in your car right now, or do you like? Are you sitting on it? Matter of fact, it's right here. Matter of fact, I am sitting on it. Luckily, no one can see that. No free plugs, except for a world of ice and fire. How how many pages is that? Like a million. It's like (laughs) three hundred, but it's all like, like there's uh, Rhaegar and Robert. He's showing us this book, and it's a fucking picture book. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's, dude, it's got, awesome, dude, it's got family trees. It's got family trees of all the families. Yes, yeah, But, I mean, you know, it doesn't have the uh, John Snow's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, this one came out, and we'll figure it out later. Well, I guess good news is if you had to just fill in the end of this story they could leave you like two pages and you could just rush through it and just knock it out real quick don't they have that like tales of Duncan egg something he wrote too that was yeah yeah there's a little short stories that are like a hundred years before the show from where the show started um like a hundred years before that it's like that king was named egg 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 on who was did you say Duncan Egg? That's the name, yeah. right? Duncan yep. Egg. Duncan yeah. Egg. It's Sir Duncan the Tall. I've I mean I've, I've seen Aegon. the name and stuff when I read, like, you know, when you get online to look stuff up or whatever, especially when I get on there to look like, you know, some stuff from the book compared to the show and everything. It's cool little stories, man. About what? Uh about them meeting like Aegon. They called him Aegon the Unlikely. He was the fourth brother of a of, and his father was a fourth brother. So his father became king because his brothers, something happened to all them. And then he became king because something happened to all his brothers. 
That's one thing, uh, not to jump topics there, one thing that we didn't discuss was at the beginning of this ep- this last episode, that thing they showed in the gold. Uh-huh. Did you notice that? Like, I actually paused that, and I couldn't make sense of what it was. So I just went on about my life. They've said it was uh, the one dragon knocking down the walls, what that's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, but, hey, I mean, are you and Matt going to get involved in the books now? Because they got the audiobooks, man, which are pretty fucking cool, too. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, how long? Like, some of those books are oh, how what? long? Oh, uh, um, I mean, thousands of pages, yeah. I mean, not thousands, but, like, a thousand pages. Dude, it's... Uh, or five hours? Good, man. I don't, I don't know about the audiobooks, but I might... I mean, I might give it a try, but I might honestly try to finally read the books just so... I can kind of see what the difference is between the books and the show. I don't feel like I could have started reading the books while the show was on. But now that it's over. You don't think you're going to are going to read on? I'm just saying the audio book is literally reading the books. Yeah. The audio. So it's not I like just, a, a show story. I guess I'm just curious to how long some of those audio books would be. I'll tell you right now. Because I remember when we were driving to North Carolina – for that trip last year, me and Danny were listening to uh, one of the Harry Potter books. So and that we. shit was forever. I was like, dude, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, she fell asleep like 45 minutes in. I'm just like, I'm going to wreck this car if this shit stays in. So, uh, that was obnoxious. The first book is almost 27 hours. That's shorter than I thought. Yeah, it's like a thousand pages though, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're hefty yeah. books to read. I feel like the only. I mean, it's I easy reads, man. Book book four, three or four. Well, I have a I have a feast for crows, but I never finished it. That, I think that was, that was like, the, like the hardest one to read. Because, the third uh, book, maybe. The third and fourth book were supposed to be one book, but they he split them into two. So it's uh-huh. it's literally the same timeline. But he got one set of characters in book three and another set of characters in book four. So books one and two are all every jumping everywhere and all the story. Books three and four, he couldn't fit it all in one book, so he made them two books. So it's one set of characters in one, one set of characters in another. Then book five, he, everybody's back in one book. Yeah, the the, uh, the show kind of went that way, didn't it? Because there was uh, one season where like. Danny wasn't in the show much, or one of the books goes with like, like you said, certain characters, right? Only one of them is like Danny. Books it's not a feast for crows. It's the one after books. that, I think. A feast for crows, I thought was the fourth book. Okay. One of the reasons I do kind of want to read the books is it. I thought it was really interesting hearing you, Dennis, and Dusty talk about how the books kind of take different perspectives from different people. And I think that that would be an interesting way of seeing kind of the story being told. And I think that that would do a much like a better justice of really spinning the tale of how Danny could be, you know, seen even early on as a major threat and a tyrant. I think that that would be a much more descriptive way of showing that than like a, a TV show would be, no matter how detailed the show could be, you can always get more done you know, with words and writing because you've got so many more like ways of being descriptive. 
but I just don't know that I could have started reading these books without them being finished. I read one uh, interesting, it's a trilogy, and I haven't finished it yet. I read the first two books. It's by uh, Drew Carpetian. I don't know if I'm saying his name right or not, and if I'm not, I apologize, but he's written some Star Wars books. I think he does uh, Mass Effect also, or has previously, but he wrote this trilogy called The Children of Chaos, I think is what it's called. I read the first two really good books, and then there was enough of a gap that I still have yet to read the third one. And now at this point, it's been so long that I need to go back and read the first two again before I finish the third one. But there's no way if I started it back when the books came out that I would have any interest in finishing it now, I think, at this point. It's been so long. Yeah, Brian, does does that motivate you to start over? And like, you know, because you said, I don't know, Adam, what book are you on? I just, started, I just started the fourth one. The fourth one, okay. So does that motivate you to go back and start reading I mean, the I'd first one again? Not the first one, no. I mean, <clears throat> the last I mean, book, I just, maybe. I mean, you know, I just started reading them like a year ago, maybe. I mean, it's good shit to read, man. Like, you know, that's some, it's not so much to show as it is. You want the next book because it's good. Yeah, like you're into the story, and then you know, then you got the whole show aspect of it, where you're just like devoting a lot of your life to this thing. But I mean, because the book, I mean, again, the books are great reads. Yeah, and I can see how you could be still want to read the books, but the the show had a shitty ending. Hopefully, the book at least goes into a lot more depth and makes sense of everything. Yeah, I mean, again, the show was season one was definitely right on with book one. And yeah, I mean, that's why I think it was so good because it was very much like the books in a lot of ways, like the way they told the stories and did things. It was a lot of fun watching season six and I believe season seven. I think I watched just about every single episode with Dusty. And seeing him not knowing what to expect added a ton of enjoyment for me with him. And at at one point, I I have no idea what episode it was, but we stepped outside and he said, I don't don't know how the hell you've done this this long. He's like, you haven't read the books. You have no idea what's been. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, welcome to welcome to the heart attack every episode. Especially season finales, like the Red Wedding, I had no idea that was coming at all. And I've done, up until the end of this whole series, I have not done anything to read any spoilers or have anything ruined. Like, I've wanted to be surprised, and I think that's just part of the reason I'm so disappointed with how everything ended was the last last episode, I just, I had no... No feelings, just like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. How did they do that, or why did they do that? It was just, why did they do that? Yeah, like I said, I that? laughed a few times while watching it. Like, yeah, everyone's ridiculous. Everyone <laughs> I've talked to has said that they laughed, and that's not, that's not a good way to end. The way that the the tempo and everything that they sent for or set for this show from square one. Not a good way to end. So, on that, do what? Aim up short. 
That's the uh, actually the story, or the title of my autobiography, coming up okay. short, the Cody Lawson story. That'll be out in uh, bookstores near you soon, probably right about the time that George R. R. Martin finishes his next two books. Sweet. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? <laughs> Glad it's over. <laughs> I think it just uh, the size said it all. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's over. They can't torture me anymore with their bullshit. Struggles are real. Let's, yeah, uh, I'm not glad it's over because if they would have had five more episodes, it might have been, I mean, a lot better. But well, six I guess short coming into the season in the first place. Those last two seasons for me were like the last two seasons of The Office. Just pointless. Well, without Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see here in about the next 15, 20 years when he finishes these books. See if he can uh, tie up some loose ends for us. But uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to do an in-game review. We'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. Mix it up. Smell you later. Peace out. Oh, Brian got in a good vibe. The series finale. <laughs> Yeah, this is wait, a wait, good wait, sign wait. of things to come. We are building that we, one up. Now we can end. That's what the wait, the ending everyone's been waiting on.